Hey, I'm Tracy Panak, and welcome to the Bitter to Better podcast, where I talk all things love and life that help women live better after breakups. I'm glad you're here, and let's get into it. So what is the Bitter to Better podcast about? If you listen to my little intro, then you know that it It's generally about helping women live better after breakups. On this podcast, I'll be discussing things around healing from and moving on after breakups, separations, divorces, the ending of any romantic relationship, as well as how to date better afterward um, and to work on finding out what you need in your life to thrive in all areas. So that's personally your personal, physical, mental, emotional well-being, that's romantically, that's all social relationships in your life, that's parenting, that's hobbies, career, money, all of these sort of things. And it's not to say that I'm an expert on all of these things, such as money and career and things like that, but it's more about the exploratory process of reflecting, meaning questioning, asking ourselves questions about the things we want and need in all of these areas of our lives so that we can set up plans in order to achieve them. So I will be here talking about a bunch of things that are impacted after you go through any sort of significant breakup in your life and how to recover from these things or how to recover after the breakup. Um, Because breakups can so hugely impact the various aspects of our lives. Things to note, since this is the first episode and we're getting to know each other, I'm also a cisgender heterosexual woman. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and much of what I speak about is from that perspective, though most of what I talk about applies to people in general. So these are just things to know. Um, and from there, I am a mom of two boys, a licensed marriage and family therapist, a relationship and dating coach for women. Jack of all trades, master of some, and I'm glad you're here. So this is the first episode, and you may even hear in the background children screaming because I am parked out front of my youngest son's school as I wait to go in to get him. Um, And I wanted this first episode to be about cleansing one's soul. I think of it as saging your soul um in particular from this place of it's almost like spring cleaning so we're, we're right at the beginning of spring as i speak um march 23rd 2023 and um so kind of in the vein of just decluttering letting go i also i'm on a binge of the law of attraction changed my life podcast um with um francesca why can't i think of her last name right now that's not helpful um, but it's a great podcast. I, I'm going to do what all the, all the great podcast hosts, uh, do and, and say that I'm going to link it in the show notes. So hopefully I do. But, um, one of the episodes that I recently listened to was her episode on minimalism, decluttering, all of those things. Um, and, uh, you know, the joys of that and the different ways that we, um, can minimalize so energetically what it does for us to you know go through our wardrobe and get rid of old clothes that we don't really wear or don't make us feel good uh decluttering certain people in your life which is 
the inspiration, I would say, for this particular episode for me. Um, But decluttering the things on your to-do list, you know, decluttering the actual objects in your home, books and and CDs. Wait a second. (laughs) Um, Does anyone, does anyone own a CD um, now? But, you know, the letting go of, the releasing of physical things, energetic things in order to clear your space, your mind, your head, your body, etc., Um, so for me, I have probably for about a week, I'd say week and a half or so have been in a, um, decluttering or I should say making space for the type of romantic partner I want to come into my life. And part of how I'm doing this, besides the fact that I'm a big proponent of the law of attraction, it is my, my faith, it is my spiritual guidance. Um, so I'm always showing gratitude and working on manifestations. I sometimes do affirmations. I do visualization. I meditate. I do do all of these various things, not everything every day. Um, not everything consistently. I pick and choose what feels right to me at any given time in my life. Um, but I'm big on manifestation, being in the right type of mindset, being in alignment in order to have the things you want in your life come to you. So that's that's just me at baseline, at baseline. But <clears throat> right now specifically, um, I am trying to clear my my space energetically in the romance, romance and dating realm um, to move away from a dating relationship that has been serving me and has been fun and enjoyable but I'm starting to recognize that it's not no longer serving me as much and has the potential of turning more negative and really not serving me later so I wanted to talk about how I'm doing that um I have been here before in terms of needing to like clear my space um of people I've been here before in way more significant and serious ways. I've had two significant breakups in my life, and they're both um, from the fathers of my two children. And they've been very different breakups. One, I kind of left reluctantly. The other, and so, like, I I felt like they they ended the relationship, although I agreed sort of thing. And the other, I actively left the relationship and for very different reasons. Um, But ultimately, I've had to go through these periods of like cleansing my my space and myself and distancing myself and, and helping pick myself up off the ground or for that matter, out of deep, deep, dark holes. Um, And I so I've been here before and I've been here in way again, like I said, more significant ways. But this is kind of like a light version of that where I'd found myself becoming more energetically and emotionally invested in something that I realized that was not to my benefit. Um, and I, and I want to actually be very clear on like energetically, like I, this is not a situation where I've become like emotionally, um, like really emotionally deeply attached or, or, involved with someone but energetically I recognize that I recognize where I've been directing my energy and where I could be directing my energy part of this has been confirmed by sorry recovering from a cold and all that good stuff um part of this has been confirmed by a recent um reading that I had so I see a medium 
named Michael Diamond. Um, a friend of mine it was super awesome and got my first set got me my first session last year in 2022 for my birthday and I'm totally hooked so I got myself another session just a couple of days ago and um, a lot of the things that Michael talked about um, you know just were confirmation for things I already know or have been sensing or feeling or thinking or considering and so it's just kind of pushing me you know farther along this process of okay you need to get some distance from the situation some space figure out what place you want it to hold in your life all those sort of things do you like what you're hearing are you picking up what i'm putting down want to help the pod if so please know it's greatly appreciated and i welcome you to support the bitter to better podcast however you can might I suggest a few options? First, please rate and review the show on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or whatever platform you choose. Next, how about sending this podcast to one friend who you know could use it? This way, she can't say you've never given her anything. If you're really riding with me, talk about the show on social media and tag me. I'm at Tracy Panak on Instagram. And lastly, if you ever use any products or services I mention in the pod, can you tell them Tracy Panak from the Bitter to Better podcast sent you? Please and thank you. So boom, let's get right to it. What do I do when I'm trying to clear my life energetically of certain things, particularly people? Um, I do a very concrete disconnect. And what I mean here is right now I have taken the social media apps off of my phone so I haven't shut down my social media accounts I can still access them from a computer or you know a web browser but right now I have the apps removed from my phone by the way I am someone who always has the notifications turned off for my social media so I don't know years ago I started doing started doing that so I don't get the red dot I have a a iPhone so I don't get the red dot um, letting me know that I have something going on on social media I only know if I go on it which generally speaking I'm a daily I'm a person who goes on social media daily, multiple times a day. I'm your average, you know, basic bitch. Um, And so when I'm in a period like this, in this current time, I removed the apps off my phone so that I'm less tempted to go and look at them. And generally, it's kept me from going on them at all, other than going on each morning to look up my Moon Omens horoscope, um, which I've done on the computer, and I read my horoscope, and I close it out, and I move on. If I have, if I see an indicator that I have messages, I'll check them, because my friends, my sister, we like, you know, send stuff back and forth, so I'll check those things, and then move on, but I haven't been, like, scrolling through, you know, people's accounts, or through off, you know, on my, my feed, or anything like that, um, and so that helps a lot, and, you know, they're, and and it's interesting for me that I'm even bothering to do that because um, this particular person that I have in mind, we don't communicate a lot through um, social media. Um, we So it's really not even a big part of our interactions, though there is absolutely some interaction through social media. So it's not that there's none at all. But it, it definitely also you know helps me not think about checking their feed or anything like that. So it's just one like immediate go-to for me when I know I'm trying to kind of distance, disconnect a bit um, and uh, clear my space. Um, If 
you know, a, a more even concrete thing, way of doing this is like blocking people like so that, you know, they can't call you or text you or stuff like that. Um, besides the fact that me and this person don't text or call, talk on the phone like that, um, the block, the reason why I'm not at the point of like blocking them, because I could block them on the other like messaging app that we use, um, is because I'm not in a place of saying that I want this person out of my life completely. And so this is an important distinction for me to make. And it's an important part of my reflective process that I'm going through because I'm like, what do, what is the nature of the interaction and relationship that I want with this person? And again, there's no negativity between me and this person at all. So it's really that like, I don't have the sense of like, I never want to see their face again or talk to them or anything like that. So right now blocking is not something that I am interested in doing. But I will say I am a strong, strong, I am a big proponent of blocking people in order to get space and peace everywhere from if they're harassing you all the way to if you just need to help keep yourself from reaching out to them or Maybe you're not reaching out to them, but they will reach out to you and then that triggers you. Block, 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 block. Understand it doesn't have to be a permanent block. Maybe you decide I'm blocking for a week, for two weeks, for a month, and we'll reassess you know, later to determine how I feel. But I cannot stress enough this need to block. So blocking on social media, blocking on your phone, um, unfollowing on social media, removing as many triggers as possible that are within your control. I cannot stress this enough. I go on and on and on with clients that I work with about this. Because none of this stuff has to be permanent, but it can do wonders in your mental and emotional wellness through experiences such as breakups or trying to, again, cleanse your space and your energy. So block, block, block as much as you need to. To that point of keeping notifications turned off, I'm currently keeping my phone on do not disturb as much as possible. Now, I already have my phone set to automatically go into the sleep function um, at 9 p.m. as part of my sleep routine, trying to have good sleep hygiene, um, which are the routines and um, habits that we have around sleep and preparing our minds and bodies for rest. Um, but because I'm I'm trying to create distance and kind of cleanse and weed out and all that good stuff, um, I have my phone on do not disturb, which for me is helpful because it helps me forget about it. Um, and so what also goes with this is sometimes hiding my phones and I'm putting quotation marks around that. Um, I don't literally hide my phone from myself, but I might put it in a drawer in my desk drawer so that I just don't see it. And so I'm, I'm, I'm uh, more likely to forget about it for periods of time, which is helpful because, again, keeps you off of social media, keeps me off of checking my phone, um, looking for contact from someone, or um, choosing to make contact myself. So the do not disturb function as much as possible. Obviously, everyone's circumstances are different, so you might have reasons why you need to keep your phone... um, you know, you need to know, you know, hear your phone or things like that, whether it's being on call for work or, you know, as a parent. Um, but uh, when my kids are with me, which is most of the time, then I have it on Do Not Disturb. Um, and uh, yeah, so that is another part of this process for me. Um, and again, putting your phone somewhere where you, where you can't easily see it is very helpful as well. And another part of this 
you know, cleansing and distancing is for you to limit communication with the person. So not calling or texting as much um, and being deliberate about not engaging so much or maybe not engaging at all. I'm currently in a process where I am not initiate. I am not initiating contact with the person. Um, I'm not ghosting them. If they reach out to me, I respond. Um, but I am no longer initiating the contact myself. Um, this just helps to work on getting out of the habit of hearing from them as much and of me myself um, kind of being used to reaching out to them. What also comes up with this is um, reducing the sharing of my life. So there would have been times in the past where I see something funny or I you know take some picture or record something and I'm or even see something online where I might share share it with the person. Um, and I'm not doing that now because those sort of things only build intimacy with the person. They only build connection. Um, and if I'm trying to disconnect a bit and distance and not put my emotional energy in that direction, then these are things that I would want to to avoid doing. Obviously, what comes with this as well is reducing physical contact. So not seeing the person so much or at all so um, if you were seeing them with a certain frequency choosing to deliberately decrease that frequency of hanging out going on dates things like that Um, another thing that can be helpful is holding yourself accountable by telling other people like hey letting a couple friends know I'm I'm you know phasing this person out of my life or I'm distancing or I'm done with this because then you have, you know, eyes and ears on the situation to be like, mm-hmm, to side-eye you if you start uh, <laughs> back backpedaling. Um, so telling others, you know, certain trusted others um, can also be a helpful part of this process. And then the other part is finding distractions. Like whether it's things you need to do, like cleaning, schoolwork, your job, parenting, Um, as well as things that you choose to do because they're enjoyable and distracting. Watching shows or TV, exercising, going for a walk, you know, it can be anything. Listening to music, dancing, playing board games, video games, whatever your things are. All right, that's all I have for this episode. These are some things that I am doing to help sage my soul, to cleanse, to distance, to set boundaries, to phase out to take back my energy and redirect it in the places that I want to direct it and stay tuned um, for updates as I will continue to share about this experience as the weeks go on and thank you for tuning in. Hey, by the way, I can be found in other places besides this podcast. Just search my name on YouTube and you'll find my channel. Subscribe for periodic how-to videos for dealing with breakups and mastering dating. That's right, I said mastering dating. It's a skill, ladies. I can also be found on Instagram at Tracy Panak. And lastly, I most encourage you to join my email list where you get breakup and dating support delivered to your inbox in addition to getting the most exclusive access to my programs and coaching services. My email list subscribers are the first to know when my coaching programs launch and the only people to get discounts when they're offered. As always, I'm glad we got into it and looking forward to next time.